right, folks, it's time for the Nerdy Point of View podcast, where we explore the nerdier side of life via random topics that we come up with to discuss for your entertainment. I am one of your hosts, the literal worst, Brian Penaloza. With me today is the pun master herself, Carrie Lyons. Hello, hello, everyone. And standing in for the villain of the show, Martin Franklin, we have our good friend, Matt Faust. He's so Matty. Why don't you say hi? Hello. How y'all doing? I'm I'm peachy. Is he Excellent. talking to us or the listeners? I don't know. I'm talking to everyone because I'm an everyman. I'm incredibly oh. egocentric, so I assumed he was talking to me. Yeah. Well, you know, I am <laughs> always talking to Brian. Even when I'm talking to myself. I mean Think that's about not it, a bad folks. Way to live. You know? You know? <laughs> Don't forget, we are also sponsored by DiceBard. Go to DiceBard.com and check out their outstanding selection of dice. They've got glow-in-the-dark dice, rainbow dice, metal dice. If you have a dice preference, they got the dice you're looking for. They have everything you need to play Dungeons & Dragons if all you need is dice. And don't forget to use the discount code NERDY, that's N-E-R-D-Y, for free expedited shipping on your order. And with that, let's immediately jump into some topics. Maddie, why don't you go first? Okay. Well, the holiday season is upon us. We are gearing up for that time of the year, the Christmas uh, Christmas bonanza, and uh, which in my family, uh, or better yet, my husband's family, is a really big deal. So, you know, with that in mind, what holiday do you wish existed? I, you know, and it really doesn't have to be like a Christmas where the world stands still and everything is closed and you have to spend the day with your family. But I mean, it could be anything, but just recognized and celebrated in some way. You know, what, what, what is that day that you wish existed? Ooh, ooh. Can I go first? Oh yes, you can. Please okay. do. I want a national tell your customers what you really think of them day. Oh boy. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. There are so many times at work where I'm like, if I had just an iota of freedom to tell you what I really think about you right now, it would be fantastic. And it's not just like for people who are stupid, of which there are many in my line of work. Mm -hmm. Um, No, what I would really like is like when somebody comes in and you work customer service and they're being a fucking dick for no reason. They're just being an asshole for you to be able to shoot it right back to them or just tell them to get the fuck out. That would be the best holiday to me. It would be the day I would look forward to most in the year. You know, somebody comes in. Well, you you didn't tell me X, Y or Z. Uh, Yes, I did, ma'am. No, you didn't tell me. And now you need to pay for my thing, whatever fucking the thing is. Okay, ma'am, you're going to need to go fuck yourself. Uh, (laughs) And uh, on your drive home, I hope you drive safe. And by that, I mean... I hope you get a flat tire and you're terribly inconvenienced. Now, I know you all thought I was going to say, I hope you veer off the road and die, but come on. She's a monster, but not that much of a monster. Actually, she's just a fucking asshole. Like most customers <laughs> are. Anybody that's worked customer service can totally identify with this. Like, just dealing with entitled customers because we built this system of the customer is always right. And guess what? No, you're not. Sometimes you're just a fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, there's always going to be people that, uh, you know, game the system or try to take advantage. And no, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I spent a long time in the hospitality industry. Uh, I worked in hotels for a decade. And yeah, customer service is a bitch. Yep. God, what, what would you give to be able to just like go back and tell some of those customers what you really thought? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, that'd be freaking fantastic because, yeah, I, and especially like in in a business like that, it's it's a 24-hour business. It never closes. So there's always a potential for issues to pop up. And, god damn, yeah, some people bitch about the dumbest shit, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's like... Uh, like, I, I don't know. There's an entitlement out there sometimes that people have that I don't understand. And, uh, yeah, you know, people, uh, you get back what you put out into the world. And, uh, if you're a shitty person, you're going to get back shit. So, uh, this is well, perfect because you can actually give back the shit. Yeah, I was going to say, in an ideal world, if you're a shitty person, you're going to get shit on. But that's, I think, and I almost wonder if it's like a, a thing of like catharsis for these customers, where they feel so shit on by life that they're like, you know what, I'm going to take it out on this person making minimum wage. Or, you know, whatever. It's just, fucking just yeah. treat people like, you know, decent. You're going to notice a theme with me this episode. <laughs> treat people <laughs> with decency. Don't be a shitty person. Don't be a shithead. You know, you don't know what that employee is going through. Guess what? This this is going to blow your guys' minds. Are you guys ready? You guys are sitting down, right? Yeah, we're sitting. Yep. Okay. That employee is an actual person. A real, breathing, living human. Now, I know sometimes we lose sight of that as a customer, right? They're the face of the man. They're the one who is taking advantage of me. I don't know what it is. Whatever. I don't know what you crazy fucking people think. But in all actuality, that person is there getting paid shit to deal with your horrible ass then they're going to go home to a half empty bottle of whiskey they're going to finish that bottle because you're a fucking piece of shit they're probably going to beat their kids because now they're an awful person because they have to deal with you and every other one of you horrible customer fucking attitudes you are creating monsters is what i'm saying you're you're forgetting Uh. the human aspect of this employees are not just faceless fucking drones they're people with real lives that go home to their families. Sometimes they cry because of you. I've seen that happen. Sometimes they take their anger out in in unsafe and horrible ways because of you. Maybe just treat them with a shred of dignity and decency. And that'll be cool. Like, whenever I go through the drive-thru at a fast food place, right? They say, hi, how are you doing? I say, I'm well, how are you? You know why? Because there's a fucking person at the other end of that goddamn <laughs> fucking speaker. It's not a goddamn robot taking your order. It's a human I being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I refer to them as sir and ma'am because it's polite and respectful because it's a person. Now, I'm not saying you need to like be like that. You should because it's it's nice and it's a good way to be. But at the very least, don't wipe your ass on their fucking face. That's all I'm saying. So right. my national holiday would be... Where all these employees who have to deal with this shit 364 days out of the year get one day. One day to tell you 
what they really think about you. And guess what? Maybe if we had that day, you wouldn't be such a fucking shitty person. Just saying. <laughs> uh, that felt good. I I certainly hope so. That uh, <laughs> that, that that seemed like a lot of pent up rage. And uh, you you know why I have so much pent up rage, Maddie? Huh? Because I work in customer service. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> See, if he had a holiday like that, he wouldn't be so pent up right now. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I think Brian would find another way of being pent up in some strange way. <laughs> um, That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. You know, well, you, you do call yourself the literal worst. I am. I am pretty awful. Um, you are not. You're really not, but. You know, it's okay if you want to think that a little bit. I have a brand, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. I understand that. I get See, that. It, takes, it takes the literal worst to point out how other people are also the literal worst so that maybe they can get their shit together. Maybe I never will, but I can help you be a better person. And you know Fair. what? That's doing God's work. You know what you need to do? You need to get one of those sausage carts. And call it the literal worst. Yes. So oh Matt, you are now the podcast host. Uh, <laughs> good luck finding someone to stand in for me. I'll send you guys the script so you know uh, the intro and the outro. Or change it up as you please. Uh, but yeah. I am out. No, no, go. sorry. It's in the contract. You're stuck with us. Literally, uh, there is no contract. Oh, there's yeah. a contract. It was uh, signed in blood. You, you weren't, you were kind of sleeping for it. So, you know, but uh, well, you it's know. done. Yeah. And there was like some, you know, ritual done. That's eh, okay. I, I don't want to hear any more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't know, folks. Uh, yeah, Carrie and I are witches. Okay. Yep. So. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I would totally love uh, tell your real feelings to a customer holiday but that's not exactly what i was thinking and the name of my holiday is going to sound not exactly on point with what it's going to be is it fun pineapple day i gotta i wish i wish no i'm going to call my holiday adultery day and it's (laughs) yeah yeah that's misleading very misleading but yeah yeah Yeah. All right. Okay. So what it actually is, because I just want to throw people off. They're like, oh, what day is it? It's adultery day. Wait, what? I'm going to redefine adultery. Adultery (laughs) day. (laughs) Okay. All right. Is going to be where, and this is going to tie in with our other topics later on, but where all amusement parks and stuff like that nature, we all, it's only for adults, no children. Oh. Well, yes. now you're speaking my language, girl. Yeah, <laughs> preach. But uh, yeah, because I would absolutely kill for that. Again, I'll get into this more later with the other topics, but I would absolutely cherish just going to an amusement park, uh, whether it's uh, Six Flags, Disney, Canada's Wonderland, whatever it is, and just no children. That would be heaven. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, folks. I love, I love my grandnieces and nephews. I love kids that are related to me, 
I love them very much. They're fantastic, and I love spending time with them. I actually have some coming over to my house right now. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun night for me. Um, I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> generally, other people's children, uh, not so much. You know, like, I like kids. They're cool, whatever, in certain doses. Um, and I have some friends that have adorable children, um, especially the ones that are super nerdy. Oh, I love a nerdy kid. Yes. Um, but yeah, like to be able to go somewhere fun and not have kids around at all is, is heaven. It's, it's like, uh, best time ever. Exactly. I would you don't have to, them. yeah, you don't have to censor yourself. You don't have to think about, you know, like what they're going to hear or what they're going to inhale or what they're going to accidentally drink or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to set a good example, you know? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And, I'm awful at setting a uh, good example. But, but, you know, I mean, ah, you got to set a good example sometimes, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing to do. Uh, I hear. And, <laughs> <laughs> sources tell me. Sources tell me, but yeah, like that would be awesome. And, uh, theme parks, ah, uh, so much fun, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, kind of, it's like going. Uh, so when the kids come to visit in the summers, we'll usually take them to the water park because here where we live near Boise, Idaho, it there's not a lot, you know. Um, there's a lot of parks and things like that, and kids love to go on bike rides and whatnot great yeah fun for them i hate Mm. a bike ride no thank you (laughs) Uh, but the water park it's it's fun it's fun for them i for some reason you know like i love to get into a pool uh unfortunately i am super white and i burn really fast so you know it's not something i i get to do often but oh my god like our kids are great the other kids ruin the whole experience. You know, it'd be fun if we could just, just adults. Exactly. I think I have too, like how nice that would be for the parents. Cause like most of the time they go to an amusement park. If you have kids, you're obviously going to be taking them with you. And it's like, oh, okay, we're in line up for the Winnie the Pooh ride. And you know, all these kiddish rides and that you just are standing off on the sidelines, sitting there pretending like you're having a great time while they're spinning around on this, like five kilometer an hour freaking ride and it's just kind of like oh yeah yay i'm sure it's great like some parents love it for the pictures and stuff like that but i mean that would also suck going to this really fun place in my opinion anyways and not getting to do the rides that kind of you want to do so yeah i get that aspect and then there's also the the thing that we deal with is uh, depending on how many kids are visiting and how many adults of us there are Sometimes the children outnumber us, and that is where things get tricky because uh, you have to watch them and make sure that they don't disappear, don't drown, don't get taken, don't start doing weird things. Um, don't start World War Three. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, there was a time where uh, 
my brother-in-law and I had the three little ones and we took them to the little kid area and all three of them are going in different directions and there's just two of us and we're like literally two of us are trying to watch three kids um and water splashing everywhere and every, every they all look the same you know um mm-hmm. so yeah oh, it's, of you. <laughs> it's uh well i'm sorry but unfortunately that just happens the glare on the water all that other stuff the splashing mm-hmm. they all look the same you know <laughs> just a bunch of little wet people you know so. <laughs> <laughs> you know so no i i can totally get that and there's actually one woman where i was like you know what i was kind of against those like child leashes for the longest time I was just like, this is ridiculous. But no, I, I totally see it now. This woman, she was just sitting on the ground and she had like one of those wrists that it attaches to her wrist. And the kid is sitting there just trying to like go everywhere. And like, she's just sitting there on the ground, like, fuck, try all you want. No, I, I, I'm guessing you never worked in a mall. I did actually, but the Brockville mall, which is pretty much like dead. Okay. Cause if you've ever worked in a mall, like, especially like, Around the holidays, a mall is crazy. And I am a firm believer in child leashes because you're trying to, you know, you're trying to get through the mall. You've got to get to to work or you've got 20 minutes to get some lunch or whatever it is. Get, you know, go down three flights of stairs to go have a cigarette. There are always children in the way. They just wander around and they're just, yeah, no, no, no. Leash them up. You know? Yep. Yeah. I'm totally for it now. Like I said, I, I before I didn't quite see it. I thought it just looked ridiculous, but now I totally get it because those things, as soon as their feet hit the ground, like they're off, and like one second they're sitting there beside you, and the next second they're climbing up something they probably shouldn't be. I, I just no, you know what? Put all your kids on leashes. Go for it. Be like one of those dog walkers, but all children. <laughs> 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 okay. I, I I just uh, I'm having the best mental picture right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I need to draw that. Oh, oh maybe don't. No, this is happening now. Uh, I like that. I like that. So, what about you, Maddie? Well, uh, I think I'm gonna just hit the nail on the nose right there and say I think we need a D and D day. It just needs to happen. It just needs, there needs to be a day of the year where the world stops and plays D&D. You know, just nobody goes shopping. Nobody has to work retail or, um, you know, whatever. And we just play D&D, you know? And I think it should be celebrated uh, July 22nd, 27th, okay? Uh, because that is the birthday of Gary Gygax, the creator of d I approve. I was going to suggest that, actually. So you were way ahead of me, as usual, Maddie. Um, well, I don't know if that's as usual, um, but I'll, I'll take it this time. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm rarely ahead of anybody. Um. Because, one, and it doesn't even have to be just, like, a day of D&D. 
If it's a day of gaming, I'm cool. Because, I mean, we all have the games that we like to play. Uh, some people love video games. Great. Awesome. I don't, but that's cool. Uh, some people love board games. Some people love playing cards. Some people love uh, athletics, I guess. You know, like sport ball things, you know. Great. Play something. Be competitive. I think competition is good. You know, it it makes us. Uh, I don't know. It it drives it drives us to be more innovative. To you know, to be better. I, I like it, but I mean, just sitting around and being creative and fun, like for a day, I think is uh, healthy for mankind. Oh, I think yes. you're kind of onto something there. Um, because when you think about like all the holidays where you actually do have the day off work and most things are closed, uh, I mean, the impetus is on you to have to spend that time with family or, you know, is, I mean, it's never really just like a day to kind of relax and enjoy the day. There's always a lot of, of, you know, family or friend pressures. So to have like a a holiday, that's just a day of leisure. And it's the one day of the year where we, where we tell ourselves, you know what, today you don't have to do a fucking thing. You can just sit at home play a game you can get with friends if you want you can play a game by yourself whatever it is you want to do you can just take this day of leisure and it's not something where you have to have a fucking barbecue it's not something where you have to have a big feast or give each other presents this is just a day to fucking chill one day out of the year where you don't have to feel pressured to do something i mean there's no day like it really when you think about it there's no holiday that's like that like even something you would celebrate as a holiday, like your birthday or whatever. Like, do you know how hard it is for me to try to celebrate my birthday by not celebrating it? Yeah. Because I just want a day to not have to fucking do something. And I think to myself, my birthday, this is the day where it's supposed to be all about me and what I want. Well, what I want is for you all to leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) (laughs) But even then, that's that's not really respected. So to have, like you said, like a kind of a day where you can just game with your friends or just do not a fucking thing like, man, can I change my answer to your answer? I like your answer way better. Yeah. (laughs) Though I will say Canada has family day, which is pretty much like what you're supposed to do is to like spend time with your family. And I can't remember if that uh, is actually a day where things are closed right now. I'm actually going to look that up really quickly here. Um, so I'm, okay, I'm, so I'm guessing yeah. people in Canada like their families. Is that well, the thing? No, or? the thing is, is that apparently February didn't have a holiday where things were actually like closed. Okay, so, right, yeah. right. That's why so, we created President's Day. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. So Canada's like, well, we need something, but no one wants to celebrate our prime minister. Even though, good job, Trudeau, I'm still a supporter, but we're not getting into politics. But, um, so they're just like, hey, how about family day? And yeah, you're just supposed to spend the day with your family doing whatever you like at leisure. And I think that kind of falls the closest to what you're talking about, because, I mean, family doesn't always mean blood. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Family is what you make of it, and I think, I think that's technically what Labor Day is supposed to be here. Um, okay. But usually that just like turns into, 
like a mandatory barbecue mm-hmm. um and uh you know i mean i love to cook i'm a big fan i think mm-hmm. cooking is fun um and i love the satisfaction of watching people eat the food i make but yeah uh on a holiday like thanksgiving oh my god so much work so oh much yeah work. And by the end of it, I am going to be a, a wreck, exhausted. My every inch of my body is going to be in pain. And uh, yeah, happy yeah. day. <laughs> I think that's like the one thing I do like about family day. Like, I think the whole premise of it is a bit. Well, I always thought it was kind of silly. It's like, I don't really want to spend the day with my family, <laughs> but uh Okay, but what I like about it is not a lot of people, and well, actually nobody I know celebrates it that way. They just take it as a day to relax and not have to worry about anything. And for that reason, I can approve of it. I like that. Let's bring that over from Canada to here. Yeah. Um, have a put in. Because, I mean, President's Day is really just like um, the day you buy mattresses here in America, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. But like All the right. thing is, like most people still are gonna work that day. Like it's a bank holiday. It's you know, yeah. if you work at the bank or for the government, you get the day off. Everyone else can go fuck themselves. That's kind of how that goes. Ugh. So your your day is still better, Maddie, because it's a day where everyone's just closed. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, you know, just uh, it sounds like a great time and uh, just a day of D and D. That's. So- yeah. Would you call that the triple D? D D day? D D day. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Listeners, let us know. What do you think? What would you call it? Um the Yeah, I got nothing. The... Well that sounds magical. Speaking of magic. Oh. I believe hmm. you have a topic that deals with magic. I do, to a degree, anyways. So my topic is, I just recently took a trip uh, to celebrate my birthday with B here, our co-host, uh, to Disney. And I kind of wanted to talk about how the now and then, how we reacted to Disney as a child versus how we react to going there as an adult. Um, for me, for instance, I, I know a lot of adults who still find them disney and stuff like that and i had a great time don't get me wrong you know like i ate a lot of good food which was amazing i got to go on space mountain for the first time and splash mountain for the first time and like a lot of different cool things which were great but there was a large aspect of it where and this is where i'm talking about with my holiday where i was more focused during certain times on everything going on around me rather than i guess the magic of disney like there was a lot of children crying and screaming like you're sitting in the restaurant trying to eat a meal and they're sitting at the table next to you just high-pitched screaming and i know like parents can't do much about that and i'm not exactly blaming them for it but um you know it's just that it's not when i I don't remember going to Disney as a child. I guess I was really young. But, you know, like from what 
I've been told and the stories and from what I even remember about going to Marine Land is, you know, like you're more focused on like, wow, look at that and look at that, look at that. And you're you're so absorbed with the magic of where you're at, you know, like no matter where it is, you're so focused on the attractions and the sights and everything like that. What as an adult, I found I was more like, wow, look at that screaming child. Well, look at the, the crowds. Like, the, like, I found I had a lot more anxiety about being in such a crowded place. Whereas as a child, I had never noticed it, that before. I, it never would have crossed my mind about the crowds. So I kind of want to get your opinions on it and how things kind of differed between it now and then for you. Well, when it comes to Disneyland, um, you know, because I did, uh, there's a, big period of my life where um i kind of bounced around uh, california but there were times where i lived literally in orange county and uh and there was a period where we had a home that um during the summer every night at like 9 15 at night i could go onto my back patio and watch the disneyland fireworks um it was like clockwork so when you live there, basically every time you have anybody from out of town come to visit, what are you going to do? You're going to take them to Disneyland. And yeah, it really loses its luster after you've been there so many times. And it almost starts to feel like work almost like it's like, okay, got to take them to Disneyland now, you know, and, um, and as a child, that's sad, you know, mm-hmm. uh, cause Disneyland is really, it, it's, it's a, it's a magical place, especially for kids. Um, but I mean, and I think when you talk about this, how as a kid, you see all the magic and as an adult, you see all the stuff you'd never notice as a child. It kind of goes with everything like in life, you know, like that's, it's just how kids see things and how we don't really see things like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we lose sight of the quote-unquote magic of things uh, because as adults, we're trained to see issues, see problems, see potential problems, see, you know... Um, what life is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that makes sense. And especially like looking back, like I didn't understand as a child why like my dad was stressed out because I think that's <laughs> where I get the crowd anxiety is from him part. And he like did not want to spend very long in these kind of places. And as a kid, you know, you just don't understand it. Cause you're like, this is the best place in the world. Why would you want to leave? And now I'm like, Oh, okay. I get it. Totally get it now. Yeah. And also like, Oh, physically the toll it has on you as an adult versus the adrenaline and just sheer stamina that a child has. Like I could sit there and spend completely 24 hours at Disney probably as a child and not have any issues. But me and B unfortunately we didn't get to see the fireworks because our bodies just died. Like we couldn't walk anymore. We were limping and it, it was, it still sucked that we didn't get to see them, but I still had a full day there and I was still pretty happy about that. So, but, uh, yeah, definitely that was a big difference I noticed is like 
as a child, if I wanted to see something, it didn't matter how much pain I was in, it didn't matter what was going on. I'm like, nope, I'm seeing it. That's it. As an adult, I'm like, this is over. I can't. No. And then also, I'm going to call it the amusement park hangover, where my body is currently still two days after, just in agony from everything. Yeah. 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 You know, adulting. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I don't know. B, what are you, what's your stance on it? Um, Disney's always been an interesting place for me. Um, I mean, as a kid, much like everybody, you know, there's the magic aspect of it, the, the rides and the food and the sights, the sounds, the smells, it's all an overwhelming thing that puts you into kind of a different place in time, regardless of what's going on with school or with your friends or with your family. Uh, when you're at Disney, you're surrounded by magic and magic is real for you. Um, and even though I, I don't remember ever really believing the characters were really the characters or anything like that, it was still cool. It was still exciting to see. And so, um, even as an adult, you know, uh, going to Disney, I kind of, it's one of the only places on earth where I, I can still feel, or I can revert back to feeling like that, that feeling like I did as a kid. And... Typically, in, in a lot of places, like, crowds are going to bother me and, and stuff like that. But typically, I can ignore it at Disney um, because I'm so just, again, overwhelmed by the sounds, the sights, the smells, and just the wonder of it all. And it just kind of reminds me of almost like a simpler time. And there's some really fun rides to go on, really cool stuff like that. The worlds are really well thought out and mm-hmm. just look cool. Um and there's so many like details, little details that as a kid, you don't even notice. But as an adult, you can actually appreciate. Um, so I, can, I think it kind of cuts both ways that way. But the amount of care that's put into each attraction, uh, into each ride, into the lines for each ride, because they know you're going to be standing there for a long fucking time. So they give you some shit to look at, you know, mm-hmm. that's very um, true. Yeah. whereas like at a at a fair or something like that, you're just in a, a metallic queue. You know, but you go to Star Tours at Disney and there's C-3PO oh. talking to R2-D2. Yes. And they're having a witty conversation. There's a little robot who's talking about how his greatest joy in life is being able to check baggage all day, every day. <laughs> and that's living his dream. Um, there's, you know, Indiana Jones where you're walking through this temple and that's the line. And you see skulls on spikes and cool artifacts and shit like that. Like granted you're gonna look at it and be like oh that's cool and then you're still standing there for 20 fucking minutes so you do get bored eventually the idea that they thought hey let's make this part of the experience is cool mm-hmm. um the way that certain things have evolved over the years where the jungle cruise used to be this pretty serious like hey we're taking you on jungle cruise and there's the alligators and there's the hippos nowadays you go on the jungle cruise and it's a stand-up comedy routine every fucking time yeah you know yeah, because they, the they get it this ride's been around since 1955. They haven't updated shit on it. <laughs> and they're not gonna. They're not putting any money into that because they know that's not why people are here. But to make it still entertaining for those who know, they uh, they up the comedy aspect of it. And that's fun. You know, it doesn't take itself seriously and it shouldn't because it's fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this is the long way of me saying it doesn't really lose a lot in translation for me. Um yeah, I do notice that I hurt more, a lot more, you know, doing it these days. And yeah, I do notice the crowds more than I did when I was a kid. 
but it's still I don't know it just it doesn't necessarily fill me with wonder but it it gives me a feeling where like when I'm there I don't have to give a fuck about anything like I can just be there I can exist I can have fun I don't have to think about the outside world I can just have a, a fun day and just have it be fun and that's it and to me that's fucking magic right there yeah that's very true that's one thing i definitely noticed while being there like you said about the weight lines and giving making you still immersed in what you're about to experience like you said the indiana jones ride there where you go through the caves and just the decor and the amount of detail that they put into it not even a part of the ride just where you're waiting in line like that was really impressive and definitely was more entertaining than you said waiting in line at a carnival or something like that the the smells that you can smell as you walk down the streets and just everything like that definitely was a whole new experience that i'm definitely happy that i got to experience it's just i definitely <laughs> the, the crowd aspect of it definitely got to me a little bit yeah, it's definitely a different, a different thing when you're older, um, and uh, the you know the body doesn't, yeah, doesn't react as the same way. Uh, but there, I I get what you're saying, Brian, because there there definitely is, um, there's still a nostalgia aspect of it all that is, that definitely even as an adult now, you know, really kind of takes you back to um there's always something where it might be an attraction it might be um like a smell it might be a certain place in the park that uh just kind of kind of takes you back in time to when you were that little that little kid uh experiencing this uh for the first time or the second time and uh yeah you know um disneyland's pretty special uh mm-hmm. i will say that for sure and, i definitely want to go back someday and it's we're you know we grew up with disney being such a big part of our lives with the movies and the cartoons and, and all that stuff um and nowadays it's even bigger with the fact that they have marvel and star wars that still I'm trying to wrap my head around how Disney's taking over the world, but (laughs) (laughs) um, there's still a magic, you know, about it that is, is special, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody puts the theme in theme park like Disney does. Yeah. I mean, that, that's something that I had said while we were there. And I, I think it's true. You know, nobody, Nobody can touch them when it comes to creating an experience. Like, I've been to Universal Studios, and it's cool. It's a super cool place. But it's not It's not like Disney. Nothing – I mean, I've been to Knott's Berry Farm. I love Knott's Berry Farm. It's one of my favorite places. They still can't touch Disney. Like, just they have cracked some formula that just makes Disneyland a completely unique experience into, uh, unto itself. And it's mm-hmm. always been that way, too. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like that they just came up, you know, started doing this like, uh, you know, recently. I mean, it's always been like that. Well, yeah. Walt had a vision. And I think even to this day, he'd still be proud looking at the park and what it does. Yeah. 
Speaking of things that happen at the park. <laughs> now, uh, I think it's time we, we talk about something. It's a very serious topic. And uh, it's something very important to me. And I'm going to say what it is, but you can expand it in ways that you need to to be able to kind of relate to it. But for me, it's it's theme park etiquette. Now, this is going to blow some of your minds. So again, I hope you're all sitting down, but you don't exist in a vacuum. I know. I know. You woke up this morning and thought, I'm the only fucking person on Earth. And I'm the only one that matters. But I got news for you. Every other person that you see today woke up thinking the same fucking thing. Now, in reality, you're part of a social group. And when you go into public, you you accept a social contract. What does that mean? That means that when you go into public and you're surrounded by other people who are not you, you acknowledge their existence and you don't be a fucking shithead. It seems simple on its face and... You know, I agree. I'm, I am oversimplifying it, but some examples of not being a shitty person. Um, if you are walking towards somebody and they're walking towards you, why don't you both just kind of veer off out of each other's way? Don't play a game of chicken where you're waiting to see who's going to bump into the other one and then curse the other one out. That's dumb. Um, if you're in a crowded area and there's one entrance to a thing and there are people who want to go to that thing. Maybe don't park three fucking strollers. Why you even have three is beyond me. The, by the way, this, these are all real examples of shit I saw at Disney. Yep. Um, three strollers to block the entire entryway. So that people have to stop and go, um, excuse me. And then they look. you look at them like they're the asshole. Because they asked you to move. You know, if, you're, if you need to stop and look at a map or something, move to the side. And don't just stop dead in front of somebody so they bump into you. And then again, you look at them like they're the asshole. Social contract. It's, it's, a, it's a particular etiquette when you go into public and you're around other people. Just remember, you're not the only fucking person on planet Earth. The world does not revolve around you. And if you were to die tomorrow, nobody will miss you. Might have taken it too far on that last one there. But I'm not walking it back. <laughs> No, I agree. Like, I was there with you during all this. And like I said, there was, uh, I think this is the part that made me, like, touching back on my topic, like, that made me more aware of the crowds is that if, because I've been in crowded areas before, and maybe not to that degree, because I feel like the population of my hometown is 22,000, and I feel like that's what was that freaking Disney. It's just oh, like a whole collection. That. Yeah, see? It's like my whole hometown in one isolated location. So it was definitely something to adjust to, but I think I would have had an easier time if people weren't shoulder-checking you and almost running you over with their stroller or just, you know, there's just no etiquette, like you said. It was just, well, I have a baby in this stroller, so of course they're going to move or they're going to stop or, you know, they're going to cater to what I want. And it... Obviously, to a degree, I will, you know, like if you're both like heading in the same direction, OK, I'll move a little bit to the side, you know, but there was a lot of times uh, one instance where B and I were walking and there was a lineup of friends and walking side by side together. And he either had to pretty much body check one of them to get through or dive into the bushes to get around them. 
And they just did not care about that and just kept walking. So, of course, he had to walk into one of them and he gets the glare like he's the asshole. But, I mean, if you have a group of friends, you know, don't walk side by side. I know you all want to, like, chat and na 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 but you can do that in a small group and you can, like, weave around the crowd like a normal person. But uh, especially near the end of the night where B and I were definitely getting sore and we were limping. So movement was pretty hard for us, especially quick movement like that. If you see somebody limping, maybe just like, okay, I'll step off to the side here. Okay, I won't run them over with my stroller. (laughs) Just a thought. I don't know. It's a common courtesy. And uh, unfortunately... (sighs) doesn't always seem to be a lot of it um and it doesn't even have to be in a theme park um a lot of these a lot of these same principles can definitely translate to like when you're on the road um when you're trying to get somewhere and i i'll tell you um living in idaho is is a wonderful place i love idaho the people here are so friendly. If you, um, like when you go into a store or talk to your neighbors, like, uh, your neighbors wave at you and people in the store are friendly and everyone's so nice until they get behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, um, I don't know, like they are the only, they're literally the only person in the world. Um, and then it's just, yeah, a courtesy goes out the door. Um, and I don't get what that's about because, you know, when I'm driving, I am very thoughtful of the people around me. So for instance, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves is if I need to slow down because I'm going to be turning soon, I flip my turn signal before I start braking. It's courtesy. It's like a warning. It's just like, hey, I'm about to brake. You know, like, I'm going to let you know by flipping on this turn signal. So you have, like, some time to, re- you know, to react to it. Mm-hmm. Um, not just like, boom, there are brake lights and like, oh, shit. You know, um, why is this asshole slowing down? Oh, oh, they're turning. Um, because it's not always obvious. Mm-hmm. Some people just start slowing down for no reason um, because they're idiots or they're old or something. <laughs> you know. Or both. They could be an old idiot. Let's not age discriminate. Yeah. Hey. That, that's completely true. Um, you can be an idiot of any age. Um, so, yeah, I... It, it drives me nuts when people do that. Um, and the whole, you know, cutting out in front of you or, oh. And this one I like to call a meridian pullout. Okay. Cause it, it seems to happen here more so than anywhere I've ever been. And I, and I think I know why, but. Real quick, I just got to say, this sounds like a form of safe sex. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Oh, Meridian Pullout. Okay. That, <laughs> um, okay. Well, to be fair, 
there are a lot of LDS churches here, so there's none of that. There's none of that. No premarital <laughs> sex. Uh, no no. Of course not. No. There's no pulling out because lots of children is a good thing. Um, oh. I, I don't know. I, whatever. The uh, Disney on a big bus. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah, when you have the big buses in your driveways, that's kind of crazy. But, anyway. Um, so, the city itself, you know, is set up in a in a grid. Like, all the main roads are a mile apart, north, south, east, west. Um, so, all the little roads in between all that, um, there's no signals. There's, uh, you know, you've got to get out when you can. And this city is growing really fast. Um, and the roads aren't keeping up. Traffic's gotten crazy. And... Yeah, if you want to get out of your housing area, um, you look for that window, and it's a tiny one, and you need to pull the fudge out and get onto that road. <clears throat> Some people take this too far. Um, if someone has to break because you're pulling out, you're an asshole. Don't make people break. Come on. That's ah. no, no, I totally no. agree, especially in the like, northern like, states. No. And, yeah, in Canada, where the roads start getting wet and slushy and snow, give people time to break like that. And, and, and of course, again, winter, you know, it does get very icy here. And mm -hmm. oh, we've had a lot of Californians move up here. Oh, uh, no. So, you know, and. Uh, and, you know, I'll be honest, I was a Californian too, but that was 11 years ago. So I'm not a Californian anymore. Oh. And if I want to make fun of Californians moving up here, I have a right. I've been here 11 years. I think I've earned it, right? To my time? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. No judgments here. But, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't, hate California yeah. all you want, but at least it's not Canada. Hey. Um. Okay, now there's a little judgment. Fair. No, not fair. <laughs> hey, we I, have family day, bitches. I mean, it, yes, you Canadians know. are so lazy they had to invent yet another day where they don't have to work. Family day. Okay, look. If we create the Putin and we have Tim Hortons, so you can suck it. Yeah, well, we have freedom, America. We have freedom. Mm. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. I, you know, uh, you have um, snow, ice. Oh, no, I know what they have that no one else has. Oh, here we go. Crackamere? Canadian bacon. No, I knew it. I knew you were going to get into this. Gross. It's ham. It's not Canadian bacon. It's just fucking ham and he brings this up because he knows i get fired up about this whatever it is it's it's gross it is I, gross i don't want it near me at all no uh, don't get me wrong canadian bacon is the inferior bacon we all know uh, american bacon is but the don't bacon. call it bacon it's, it's not, not bacon. bacon exactly we don't call it bacon we're not sitting there up in canada going but like mm, put some bacon i mean ham on my pizza no there is ham 
and there's bacon. And bacon is the bacon that you know as bacon here. It is just fucking bacon. And but, you know what? And yeah, Canadian bacon is but, gross, and I don't want the word Canada mixed in with it. But the thing is, is that, like, it's already established here in America that that's Canadian bacon. But there's guys, no there's no changing it. Like, that's canon. Uh, it's, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's baked in to the gross Hawaiian pizza people eat. Hey, yeah. no. No, 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 no. Maddie's got a ve- very valid point. It's it's it, awful, so it must our, be Canadian. Oh, <laughs> I'm outnumbered here. Griff, Martin, come back. Please. Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I uh I I do love a good and I'm sorry I can't say Putin. That sounds weird. It sounds like Putin. a Russian. Putin. Yeah, it still sounds like the Russian president. I we like We had it first. I prefer to pronounce it poutine just because it sounds dirty that way. I don't know why. It's, it's the American way to say it, or certain parts of Canada say it poutine. Yeah, is it just is it just me, or does that sound a little dirty? It sounds a little dirty. Ooh. Poutine? Want your I don't poutine. know. I think the poutine sounds a little bit more dirty. He's like, poutine, put it in me. Poutine. Um, no, I just, I just see I Russian... It. President shirtless on a on a jaguar. Oh, that's not real that. bear, so, you know, that's kind of sexy. I I mean, you know, uh, face no chest. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, just you know, it's the old put a paper bag over his head. You don't have to look at his face. That's right, right, right. I'm from that era. Like that was yeah. that was totally an okay thing to do back then. So back to this Canadian hand. I wore thing. many paper bags. I mean, I don't think that's the subject. I don't think the subject was Canadian bacon ham stuff. No, the topic was actually amusement park etiquette, but you guys brought up Canadian ham, so now the topic is Canadian ham. Okay, fair. And by that, she means you Canadian guys, bacon for those of you who actually know what it's called. It's bacon. It's just fucking bacon. Any Canadian, the elfiest elf, you're with me with this on this. I know you are, so please help me out with this. But. How, Maddie, you said that this was established already, you know, American beliefs of Canada and da-da-da. But you guys yeah. also, you have no idea how many Americans show up and been, like, in the middle of summer with skis on the top of their vehicles, been like, where's the snow? Where are the igloos? What's going on? Like, you guys don't know anything about Canada. Well, they just haven't gone far enough north because, I mean, they go north enough. I mean, it's permafrost tundra whatever they call it you know i mean i just there there is a lot of acreage in canada that is is. literally all frozen so i mean come on and there are definitely parts of canada but i mean that'd be like saying that like okay california is sunny all year round so all the states are i mean california is a large state if you go northern california you will see snow but see, that Southern, just shows yeah. how much you know about California because it's not sunny all year round. So there. It's been sunny since I've been here. It's rained like once since I've been here. That means that there was at least one day that it was not sunny, therefore not sunny all year round. But that's... Mm, I just can't, I can't with you. I can't. I, that's it. So I back mean, to theme park etiquette. Right? <laughs> I think the point, the point of that whole topic, and it's just a PSA, when you wake up in the morning... Think about the fact that you're not the only person on fucking earth. There are other people around you. And maybe just, you know, treat people the way you'd want to be treated. You know, pay attention to your surroundings. 
and treat each other with a little bit more fucking respect and don't think you're the most important person in the room because I guarantee you the person walking towards you thinks they're the most important person in the room and you're both fucking wrong. So that's all, you know, I just wanted to take a topic just to say, put your head out of your ass and act like a decent human being. Yeah. Yeah. B. I don't know what you're talking about. Canadian ham. That's all I'm saying. Just, just pull your head out of your ass and just accept that it's, it's not. Listen, you're the one who can't accept the fact that it's called Canadian bacon for a reason. Hey, you, you knew I'd get fired up about this, and that's why you oh, mentioned it. And now, you opened up this package, and now you got to deal with it. I mean, I don't really. I could just leave anytime I want and just, just wander away into the fucking desert like Moses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, is that another way to bring up your Jewish upbringing? I don't get it. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> He just happened to wander in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. That's all. Because you know what he was looking for? He was looking for some Canadian bacon. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Maddie. <laughs> oh, I had, to, I had to do it. You've betrayed me. It's, it was low-hanging. That's um, it. Last episode, you made me cry, and now that's it. Friendship over. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well. honestly, I don't care what you call it. I just don't want to eat it, you know. And honestly, I will. I will admit, it's just ham. I uh, I don't like ham. I don't like ham. I'm, I'm with like you it. there. I love pork. I love every other type of pork, but ham. I don't. I don't get it. And, I don't like pork belly. I, I, I okay. Pork belly is is unctuous and delicious and magical and yeah, it's the Disney of pork meat. Oh my god, pork fat is so good. I hate oh. fat. I hate fat, Matt. It's, pork no. fat. Oh no. How, you know what? You can have all of it. But but yeah, I don't like ham, and I always hated the fact that uh, Canadian bacon was called bacon. Yeah, it's just ham, people. It's gross. I mean, yeah. it is it is bacon to Canadians. They think it's bacon, and no, it's we far don't. inferior to American bacon. So I mean, uh, now we have that settled. No, and it's I, not I settled. Just, Nothing yeah, is nope, settled. That was so dumb. No. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today <laughs> at the Nerdy Point of View podcast. <laughs> As always, you can find me on Twitter at Captain Sugar Bear. That's at CPT Sugar Bear. You can also find me DMing Taldore on Soul Bear RPG's Twitch channel at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> and every other Monday, doing a comedy of Strahd at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And there's other shit. I don't know. Just follow me on Twitter, like I said, and you'll see all the cool shit I do. Carrie, where are you on the internet, and what are you working on? You can find me on Twitter at Shrieky, S-H-R-I-E-K-E-E. And you can find me on Instagram under the name Carelessly, K-E-R-L-E-S-S-L-E-E. And all my Canadian listeners, give us a shout out. You know what? No, give Captain Sugar Bear a shout out and tell him just exactly how we feel about this Canadian ham. Tell him, tell him the truth. Like, I, need, I need your support here, guys. I'm outnumbered. I have no idea what you're talking about. Maddie, where are you on the Internet and what are you working on? Uh, hey everyone, uh, Maddie. You can find me at So Maddie Games. That's uh, So Maddie Games with a Z at the end. The Z is for zesty. No, it's oh. really not. Um, I am so white. So, uh, <laughs> Maddie, I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, not spicy. Muy caliente. 
not caliente at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but <laughs> you can find me on uh, Soul Bear RPG Wednesday nights uh, playing in Brian's game and Friday nights uh, playing in a game with Carrie. Uh, yeah, you know, because we just do everything together. We love each yeah, other that do. much, folks. And, uh, yeah, you can find me on my own Twitch channel on Saturday evenings, uh, hosting So Chatty with Maddie. And, uh, yeah, we've got, uh, fun stuff coming up. And go ahead and check out SoNerdware.com where you can get your nerdy point of view merch. And, uh, there's t shirts, mugs, keychains, stickers, mouse pads, phone cases. And your mom, all for a good oh. price. <laughs> and uh, if you go and use the code Soul Bear, uh, you can get free shipping if you're a U.S. resident. Because uh, unfortunately, um, again, this is going to be a slight at Canadians. It's not. Um. Uh, it's not meant. But my suppliers they charge me the same to ship to Canada as they do to. Sh- to south africa so it's true though yeah i i have i i can't do anything about that unless uh, yeah no sorry um but if you live in the u.s hey get free shipping with the code soul bear check out you know the reason why the shipping is so much to canada Here is the canadian go. bacon lobby um they were <sighs> mad that american bacon was coming over there so to make it more expensive for americans to ship bacon to canada they lobbied to have the uh, shipping rates increased and that's why it's so uh, expensive to mail things to canada guys guys please help me out here i'm baking you uh don't forget (laughs) twitter as well at nerdy pov and check out all of our new episodes and our legacy episodes at nerdypointofview.com make sure to also check out our facebook page and join our growing facebook community as well this is uh, my revenge. I feel so much we better even now. Have a Discord channel if you <laughs> whatever. Reach out to the podcast on Twitter, and we may or may not give you a link, depending on how you feel about bacon. Uh, if you liked what you heard today, that's great. I didn't. Brian, um, Brian, you 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 asked for it, dude. We also, you really I did. mean, give us a review. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so with I that. Him. We have our community shout out, um, which goes to the Lucky Die podcast. <laughs> Friend of the show, we love the Lucky Die podcast. Uh, the people there are awesome. Uh, I've known them for a while now, and just a great group of people playing some D&Ds. Uh, make sure to follow them on Twitter at TLDpod, or go to theluckydie.com. Um, you can also check out uh, their Libsyn. It's theluckydie.libsyn.com. Uh, if you do a forward slash, you can get their RSS feed by using forward slash RSS. So make sure to tune in, drop them a line, say hi to them, tell them you love them, tell them you love us, tell them you love Canadian bacon. Bacon, just, just, we love bacon. Fuck ham, fuck Canadian bacon. It's ham, no one loves it. I'm done. This conversation's done. Um, I think, uh, whatever. <laughs> well, on that note, I guess we are out. 
It's just ham. It's not bacon.